on episode 79 of the Hollow Chronicles podcast. We talk Star Wars toys and collectibles, and Josh and Andy deep dive into whether or not they think there's life outside of the planet Earth. Josh hit it. Elliot. What? Well, hello, everybody. <laughs> well, hello out there. Woohoo! Greetings from the Pacific Northwest. This is the Hollow Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Andy. And I'm your other host, Josh. We got an interesting show for you this evening. But first, I would be remiss without welcoming those who are watching along live with us and mm. those listening on Rewind in the future. Ooh, yes, in the future. We've already got quite a few people here. We got the Shabby Geek. We got Matt. We've got Galnorian Saber, JD, Jesse. Good to see it from down under. I know it's. Either, wow. It's either really late or really early. I think it's really early. Just pounding Mountain Dew and maybe I playing don't. Fortnite. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, don't know. maybe Jesse's got a job. I'm, yeah, maybe he works. Like, oh, of course. Jesse of course he job. does. Of course he does. <clears throat> uh, Scooby Pete, Rez. Who else, man? We got a, we got a lot of people here. Of people. Captain Mule. Good to see you. Yeah. Um, Fulcrum Entertainment. What's happening? Vix Cantina. Hey, Victoria. Good to see you. Well, boys and girls, um, let's just kick this off right now. Are we going uh, right in? Well, we got just one little bit of Star Wars news. Okay. Okay. One little bit of Star Wars news. Oh, can news. I hit it? Hit it. It's been a while. Yeah. Here we go. Star Wars news. We've been teased for a little while now. Well, since May the 4th. May the fourth be with all of you. Mm. That uh, we would be getting the uh, Black Series Clone Trooper card figures. There's four um, on Father's Day. That would be a Father's Day release, and uh, they're already starting to be put out on shelves here and there. We've seen some pictures. As Target will do as Target will do. Um, but they will be. I think the widespread release will be on the twentieth. Uh, at least that is what a Target employee told me earlier this week, that they will be put out on the 20th officially for the Father's Day push. Okay. Um, our Target is only going to have six. Just like they did the last, well, the first time. I don't know if that was the last time. Was that the first time they came out with the retro line? Yeah, the Star Wars retro. Father's yeah. Day and had six or 12, I think. Yeah, and there's there's... There's been some back and forth on whether or not they'd get their own end cap yeah, or whether they would be uh, featured in the men's department like the retros were. Yeah. Uh, but but just as somebody says one thing, there's pictures of them on hooks in the toys. And I mean, there's so it's just best if you're looking for them to look in both places at this point. That's what we know for sure. You should check both out. Sure. Be a good collector. Walk around the store. <laughs> well, that's what happened to us. Remember, we went yeah. when it first came out, we went to the toy section. There was the pick through Star Wars section. We walked around. We finally stopped somebody. They didn't know. We stopped somebody else. They didn't know. And then would we happen to just walk by and it's like, hey, we saw a black series figure hanging in the men's clothing section. And on yes. the back of that gondola, 
wore the retro line. It was like the yeah. worst place. Like there was underwear, t-shirts, and some Star mugs. Wars figures. Yeah, some, you know, just like dads would do. Some dad mugs. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Brandon? Good to see you here. Um, so on the twentieth. So is that Thursday? That's Thursday. Thursday is the twentieth of this week. Um, check out your targets. All right, and get there early because if it's like our targets, you're not going to have a lot. There's not going to be a, a large selection. So right. Get there early and knock on the door. Yeah, yeah. That's the only news we got. That's it. That's good news. So it's fun. I mean, that's a fun hunt, right? If you're yeah. into, in your, into collecting. Uh, I, I personally, who have kind of distanced myself from Black Series, am excited to get these. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be hunting mm. early before school on the 20th. Yeah, maybe you can stand in line with some more mm. uh, movers and shakers. <laughs> 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 sorry that is an inside an joke inside, but, yeah. uh, but you're not wrong josh andy met a colorful character in line who had his own business yeah and it had to do with star wars too it, it just toys in general yeah <laughs> yes not just toys <laughs> all right anyway all right, we'll dm love. us for DM the full story <laughs> yeah maybe our patrons will get the full we'll put account. it in the comment section yeah. <laughs> uh all right yeah yeah um one character per case we're not we're not going to get a, a huge spread of figures, that's for sure. But that seems to be the case lately. Um, right. We do have, and we we've kind of gone away from this for the last few weeks, but we do have a little collection to mm. share. Josh, yes, we do. You, you have the drop from that? Yeah, I'll get the. I got it. I got all the drops. Here it comes. <laughs> Show me your collection. This collection comes to us from one of our own, uh, one of our own friends of the program, uh, part of the Beyond the Blast Doors network, Shannon Moran, all the way over in the UK. Um, her spouse has a Star Wars pin collection. It's pretty cool. Uh, pins, Josh, do you have any Star Wars pins? I have a few, actually. There's, uh, well, there's one here. I had that one we found that was just the... Uh the uh, grievous pin which i oh, thought was right, really right, cool right. yeah and a few others but not not a not a dedicated collection right i as as do i i think i have maybe four or five yeah kind of the pins you get kind of as part of a, a package like there were pins in for galaxy's edge i haven't been yet but one of my friends went and brought me back a pin or two which is kind of cool we got pins when we got our tickets for star wars celebration we did that's the closest i've come to celebration is having a pin <laughs> a pin with a, a lanyard 2020 pin yeah, yeah with a lanyard well i even have a 2017 pin and lanyard because i bought the tickets and never went oh what a dork oh nerd uh we've got or excuse me i've got a few pins from the punch it chewy press i don't know if you've ever heard of that they make some very cool yeah there's some uh, cool. Instagram, check them out online as well. They have their own web page, but Punch It Chewy Press, all one word, is very cool. Right. Uh, and this, this pin collection is outstanding, really. I yeah. mean, this is a dedicated pin collection. This is something that uh, you don't get by accident. So it's very cool. Um, shout out to Shannon and uh, her spouse there. I, the name escapes me. You happen to remember Shannon's lovely, lovely other. So she says my better half. Better half. Yeah. We'll call it. Okay. Yeah. So I don't want to screw it up. I have an idea, but I don't even want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm totally brain farting on it. But anyway, very cool. And uh, ask Shannon about it. Ask ask about the pins. Where maybe if there's one you like, where you can get one. 
Uh, there's actually, I think pins like is three a, that I would love to have. Pins is an intriguing collector category because it's massive and not just in the Star Wars realm. Sure. I mean, if you've ever been a Disney, you know, or Disneyland, I mean, there are people that go to Disneyland solely to collect pins and to trade them. And it's actually a really cool experience. My, my daughters got into it, my youngest especially. And it was just cool. She'd go up to a different, you know, cast member and they would just trade pins. And, and so she'd kind of take that bummer pin she got in a full set, you know, that we bought for her to kind of a kickstart the collection. She'd take that bummer pin and trade it for a really cool one, you know, and, and then around and around she went. And they do that in a lot of places. But pins is definitely, an, I, I enjoy the heck out of it. I enjoy it vicariously through my daughter, watching her collect and checking out her pins. Hey, Dad, check this one out. And she's got some some pretty awesome ones that she's collected over the years. So, so pins and patches. Yeah. And even like, I would extend that to like uh coin, uh, not coins. That's kind of its own thing, but, but maybe like challenge coins. Uh, I know, yeah, I know coins are awesome. military folk really like the challenge coin thing that I, what am I talking about? I think, yeah, go ahead. Keep oh yeah, talking. yeah, yeah. You got it. It's right in here. Here's got a, a, here's a, a coin. Here's a gecko <laughs> coin right there. You can't see it because we're it. a mile away, but uh, that's a gecko coin from our own uh, friend of the show, Dominic Pace. Uh, and then oh, I do have a pin. I don't know what it's from. It's probably another pod. Yep. Nope. Oh, no, that's the, uh, isn't that from the cases? Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, it's an actual pin. I remember that one because it, it was from. And there's the 2020 pin right there. There it is. The Star Wars oh, Celebration. Don't worry. Pin. Don't worry. I guess we didn't talk about the elephant in the room is that we're, we've gone through a bit of a setup change. Change again. I know Andy <laughs> loves it when I'm like, hey, Andy, I'm thinking about changing the set. <laughs> well, and it's, it's by necessity. Andy's always removing like, everything around in the oh, room. Oh, good. Yeah. It's like, where am I going to sit? And I'm like, ah, crap. <laughs> you got to sit back to the drawing board, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> oh, um, that being said, the reason I said it is that we'll have a camera too, a show, a show camera soon. Sure. Someday. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. Who is? But um though anything, I feel like if you collect things that can fit in the palm of your hand, you know, like like coins and patches right. and pins and, and those like like you can really do some maximizing of space. Like and I and I appreciate that. Like this right here, you know, a little maybe a little corkboard. You know, and hang that up there, and then bang, you can show an entire display in the size of a, you know, like a twenty by twenty space, and and I think that's, well, it's impressive, and and plus it doesn't take up a ton of space. So if you're looking to collect things, but are limited in what in how much you you can display, start small, go with pins, go with patches, go with coins. Yeah, you know, the, that's a that's a great place to go. They're highly collectible and very very cool. Like there's some out there that are just fantastic so and, it, and it's one thing that it's one of those collector things that i'm like i don't even want to dip my toe in there because it feels like a fire hose of yeah yeah know, possibilities really yeah so uh if you guys if you guys have a pin or two or a few post them on twitter tag us we'd love to see them we'd love to uh we'd love to connect other pin collectors with each other and uh network that that'd be that'd be kind of cool so don't well, forget and that celebration i'm sure there'll be plenty of pen swapping going on there 100 now we do have uh anthony youtube fan in the uh chat here and i and i would like to say he was our hat winner for last week oh congratulations so, in the mail today anthony 
we got you a hat should be there by the end of the week yeah so congratulations on that and thank you thank you for being a, a faithful follower of ours and, and participating in the chat appreciate that a whole lot the hats are cool i got the curved bill on josh has the flat bill we actually just ordered a whole bunch more because they seem to be fairly yeah we're gonna have yeah, yeah. we're gonna have some options for you guys and we'll talk We'll talk more about that in, in the future, uh, but a, a place to go and get, you know, the little bit of Holocronicles merch you got to have just to... Just the I mean, just look. a little. You just need a little bit. If you're trying to class out a night on the town, right? <laughs> oh, wait. Just class oh, it really? up. Oh, really? Yeah. Are we classing it? Yeah, just just a little... Just like, nice. Do we want to show Oh, what Star Wars classy looks like? I think we should. Okay. Before we dive into our before main topic. we get yes, because we're this, gonna go deep there, and there may be no coming back. There might be. We might change some opinions about ourselves tonight. And uh, <laughs> we're gonna we change some opinions about ourselves right now. Right now with these photographs. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, explain backstory. All right, please. backstory. I've got a uh, very talented cousin uh, when it comes to photography, and uh, he called me up with an idea. He's like, "Look, I'm 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 doing kind of a portfolio or a." a series on collectors and makers, not collectors, creators, uh, creators, creators is what I meant to yeah, say, yeah, yeah. creators. And, uh, and he's like, and also you guys, no, I was kidding. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he, uh, he asked if he could come down and kind of use us as test subjects. And I don't know if a lot of you or any of you have seen these yet, unless you were on Facebook as like a personal, a friend. personal friend of mine or say him, maybe you caught it in the story in the feed, but, but we're gonna debut them tonight. But, to, but based to off of nobody giving us, I, yeah, that's where I some think crap about yeah, it. That's where I. Think. I don't think they've anyone seen. I it. think that when we show these, we might need to maybe open it up for like caption this. <laughs> <laughs> we might do a, okay. a caption this. All so, right. All right. Uh, what did you What did you call these? These are. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, the Holocronicles glamour shots. Glamour with Josh shot. and Andy. <laughs> there it is. There's one of them. That is great. Yeah, that uh, that's just one. I think this is just a couple of Mandalorians. Yeah, hanging out, ready for a night on the town. Yeah, yeah, get, looking get, classing it up. By yeah, the way, classing yeah. it up with a little uh, pre-funk cocktail. Sure, sure. You know, just just classing it up. Those white boots are sweet. Well, I got them. I got them ready to go whenever whenever the occasion arises. So. Uh, now, but that's not all. That wasn't the only one. That was kind of a warm up. Sure, that was a bit of a warm up. This I, I don't know if I should show my favorite one first or the. No, there's only three. There's, there's only, only three. three at this point. There's only three. There's a lot more, but right now there's only there's three. only three. And then I I even got I was texting uh my my cousin right before the show just making sure he was cool if I threw these up here and uh, uh and we got to give him some credit. I will in a sec. Um, but. <laughs> he just sent me another link to the rest and I haven't even opened them yet. No, nah, we, uh, we don't need we to do that do here. That's too right. much. That's, that's too, too much Holocronicles in much. one night. All right. Now, this one is my personal favorite. It's the one I, I wanted. And I don't know, like I said, caption this. It's just, it's just my favorite. <laughs> it's basically, it's basically a book of Holocronicles right there. I just, yeah. I mean, and you got Fennec Shan Andy. Fennec Shandy. Fennec Shandy. Oh, and Boba <laughs> Fat. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Sweet. It's just my absolute favorite. Uh, I'm dying. Oh, check this out. 
Oh, uh, oh, Glamorians. Glamalorians. Yes. Glamalorians. Yeah, thank you. Glamalorians. Glamalorians. Man, I can't even say it. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. That is So, great. again, caption this. You're doing great. You're doing great so yes. far. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and then uh, maybe my second favorite. Or maybe, I don't know. This one's tough to, but just, this is us. Look yeah. how happy we are. We are cracking up at, can you believe what we're doing right now? And by the way, we had to refill those glasses a couple times. So we might we add, did. We, we did. Might add a little bit of the, the yellow stuff. We did. To keep us happy. Um, but yes, again. Is that Spotchka, Josh? Spotchka. Spotchka. No. Spotchka, Josh. No. It's uh, Irish whiskey. Uh yeah no it's always Irish for me um but let me let me throw out some credit there uh you know just I, I guess that's on Twitter and or uh, Facebook at photos by CADS CADS is K A D S I'll put it here in the uh, on a banner here in just a sec um but yeah he just got back to me so so glad we could get those and and such a fun time and again there's uh, there is uh, there's more if you can believe that. Oops. Um, that is so good. Uh, anyway. Uh, so I got to tell you, is, is that on behind us there? Is the laughing put, one? Put yeah. us back on the screen here. All right. You want you want us back. All right. Um, go ahead. So I got to tell you that when Josh called me and he says, hey, what are you doing? Like right now? Uh, I was like, well, I just, I just got home from a track meet. Uh, he's like, can you come down for like an hour? Like, what's going on? Well, my cousin's here, and he wants to do a photo shoot with us. <laughs> I was like, well, okay, what do I need to bring? And he's like, yeah. uh, just bring something nice. We're going to try and look nice. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I have about a 20-year background in skit tubs filled with all sorts of costume and prop things for summer camps that I don't do anymore, but I still have all the tubs. Oh, sure. And so I was thinking, like, oh, I'm bringing all these tubs, and and then he goes, No, 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 nice stuff. Look nice. We're looking nice for this. I was like, All right, well, I'll bring a button-up Star Wars shirt. Perfect. And some slacks and a belt. He's like, Perfect. Okay. So it was hilarious. I've never been in a photo shoot before. Well, well, this, have you? I mean, I didn't. What, what comment did your wife make? <laughs> uh, it probably She's, wasn't very nice. No, she said. You don't you don't even smile that nice for oh, yeah. family photos. That's right. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. Yeah, I said, well, I also don't drink that much whiskey before family <laughs> photos. Family photos. <laughs> it, so uh, you know. Uh interesting it was, question. It was a lot of fun though. Interesting question right here. Um yes. <laughs> yeah. We've got footage. Josh uh, was like, let's just record this uh, with the side camera while uh yeah. Well, Mike does this. Yeah, we've got footage that I oh haven't. I I forgot until this question came. Oh my up. gosh! I've got footage we haven't watched, so you might get a uh, an, uh, a nice little but Patreon exclusive. Has Patreon, to be. yeah, Patreon exclusive has to be. Has to be. Uh, this can't be uh, forever. Patreon.com/slash Beyond the Blast Stores. <laughs> if you want, you if you want to pay, we will let you pay. You pay one cheeseburger. That's all it's going to cost you. One cheeseburger. That's it. That's the only way. That's the only way. Oh. No, I don't uh, know about oh, that, no, footage, footage of Andy. Yeah, no, no. We don't have footage of that, but we have footage of the shoot, which, uh, yeah, release the hollow cut. Yeah, I hear you. But, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. No, no. it's about three shades. Don't worry about it. Three sheets. Three sheets, right. Oh, um, wow. But anyway, thank you. We, we had a good time. Uh, it's 
I don't know. I was pretty grateful. Uh, there was, you know, there's a funny story. The chair that I'm sitting in, I literally drove around town trying to find like kind of that wing back. I wanted that classy looking chair. And I have to give credit to my neighbor uh, who's got far better taste than I do. And I was like, called him up and he's, he's like, yeah, no problem, man. Come on over and grab it. He's got a nice office. Looks like a, yeah. looks like a picture out of a, out of a, you know, uh, what am I trying to say? His office know. smells Ralph, of Ralph rich Lauren, mahogany. Ralph Lauren commercial. Yeah. Mm. Really nice. Oh, Mike, usual Mike's in. Hey, hey, Mike. hey. all right, Mike. Yeah. We're, we're getting all the Aussies today. Yeah, we really are. WKRP Cincinnati. I like that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. WKRP in, in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Oh, we just enough. dated ourselves right that's there, enough. Josh. Well, hey, you had to watch something when you were a kid. Yeah, um, try to okay. sneak watch that. Are we are we ready to get in? I mean, the the, the yeah. people are here for this. Yes, yes. Uh, as advertised, we're going to talk about aliens, but I need to tell you where the genesis of this came okay. from because. As a as a group of Star Wars fans, sci-fi fans in general, you know we talk a lot about outer space and aliens and creatures and advanced technologies and all that stuff. And and I, for one, don't actually spend a lot of time thinking about the possibilities of such thing. For me, well, let me let me go back even just yeah, a little bit further. Yeah. So. Uh, our friend Sheldon, who's part of our local little collector foursome, mm -hmm. shout out to the BNB. Sheldon is a longtime friend of mine, and we have sons that play on the same baseball team. So, um, you know, on a weekly basis, we hang out for about an hour and a half to two hours watching baseball games. And so we talk about all sorts of things, life in general, sure. being dads of teenagers and, and uh, you know, life life as we know it in this weekend sheldon brings up hey have you seen anything on like twitter or on the internet about these this navy pilot who keeps seeing this unexplainable what he calls like a ufo on a regular basis and it's recorded have you seen any of that and i was like no i have not and so he's 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 laying it out for me and and uh and i I'll be honest with you. I'm not terribly like involved into the conversation and he makes note of it. Oh, I can see you're not really into it. I was like, well, it's not that I'm not Sheldon. I'm just, it's just like the idea of aliens to me has never been something that really was a reality. Like aliens went in the same category for me as dwarves and elves and, and, uh, uh, other fantasy type creatures. Mm. They were just things that were created to tell a story and and that's it you know i've never really dug deep into valid opinions about the possibility of extraterrestrial life hmm. all right all right that's just me and 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 outside of chewbacca landing the millennium falcon in my backyard and walking out and giving me a hug like i'm I, I I don't think alien life exists out there. I really don't. I've wow. never I've never but I'll also say this. I've never really kicked around the idea either. For somebody who's as involved in Star Wars and sci-fi. Right. I've just never really I just considered felt like that, that would be such an easy little branch off even as a kid to be like, "Wow, I wonder if there's like you said, Wookiees out, you know, I wonder if what if a alien race will come land here or was it all just 
it was all just a fantasy to me. <laughs> it all just went under the same category as is as oh that's that's made up. That's okay. you know. Now it, I was the opposite. Okay, I was raised in a family that was deep into talking about and kind of it, campfire stories is what they were. They were campfire stories that mm -hmm. always involved a good ghost story, a good Bigfoot story, and a good UFO story. And usually it was like an, a personal account, like an account either that happened to the person who was telling the story in the mm -hmm. family or that knew a person. It was always usually the knew a person, you know? So, yeah. but I, I grew up with those stories. I grew up looking at the stars, waiting to see a UFO, you know, or whatever. Yeah. UAF, is that what it is? Or UAP. Uh, so, so anyway. So Anthony says, Andy, I'm shocked. I kind of okay. too. When you told me this the other day, I was like, so, really? So Sheldon was too. He was like, I can't believe for somebody who's as into Star Wars and sci-fi that you've never really even considered the possibility. I was like, well, maybe in a passing thought, but but that's about it. And so that his surprise got me thinking, well, am, is it weird that I don't? Or is it weird yes. that I haven't thought about it very much? It's is almost it, like an American pastime. Well, uh, trust me, I am familiar with Area 51 and every sci-fi movie that's been out. I mean, like, I am I know this stuff, but, okay, so then that got me thinking. All right, I'm going to put up a poll. Am I the weird one? Is it normal? I mean, is Sheldon the weird one for thinking that that there maybe could be or or just even asking the question? So, anyway, all these questions are kicking around, so I put up a poll. Do you believe in aliens outside of science fiction? Like the actual possibility right. of life outside of what we know of on Earth. And I don't know if you want to pull that up or yeah, not. You're but right. Here it is. Yeah. So I, I asked this poll. Almost 200 people um, answered it, which is as far as like our circle of Twitter, I would say is a fair, pretty good. good representation. Now I will say this. As a group of sci-fi lovers and Star Wars fans, it might be a little bit of a bias sample, but but this is this is who we deal with, this is who we talk to. This but is, even a bias sample. Hold on a second. I mean, on Family Feud, they only they only survey a hundred people, right? And we know that everything on Family Feud, spot on, spot on, spot on. Okay, that's all you need. So, is hundred people. So if we went two hundred, we went like double family. This is Family Feud just squared. All right. So I well, not really, but whatever. That's bad math. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> okay. Times two. Uh, so, yeah. I, I Like I said, I'm shocked, too. And then when you get a number like 87%, although we got Shabby in here saying he never thought about it either. Yeah. So, yeah. Out of, we'll say 200. It's almost 200. We'll say out of 200 people, 87% of them said, yes, they believe aliens exist outside of science fiction. And only 13% said no they don't yeah which is which uh, it's be only because i teach math and used to teach statistics do i know this but that's about the same breakdown as the number of right to left-handed people there are there's about 87 percent right-handed 13 percent left-handed whoa 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 wait a second i was gonna make some alien connection to right-handed people no no but there, I mean, it's so the likelihood of finding somebody who doesn't, according to this poll, it's very a scientific and official poll. Oh, yeah, 
that you're just as likely to find a left-handed person randomly as you are somebody who doesn't think that aliens exist. Mm. Now, Josh, both weird, by the way, (laughs) left-handed. In Latin, it's called sinistra because left-handed people were considered evil or of of ill repute. Mm. There you go. There's a little... I get it. You're getting hit from all sides right now. Can you imagine a red-headed left-handed? Wow. Man, just pure evil. A lot of strikes against him. Um, no, just kidding. I love redheads. Yeah, my daughter's redhead. Sure. And be careful here. I have to. <laughs> <laughs> so w- when I thought about this further, Josh, I, I came up with uh, notes. Um, I broke it down into a few different subcategories. There are those that, that don't believe alien life exists. Okay. 13% according to this poll. Okay. Then of those that that do, let me read let me read some of the comments to the poll uh, that were posted here. Okay. Okay. At real Han Solo. Oh, really? He, the real Han Solo. R E E L. Oh, dang. So close. It says I believe this very keenly. I haven't always had this belief, but now I can't get enough text and explore the idea of intelligent life beyond this planet. Everything otherworldly intrigues me. Mm. Okay. Anubis 316, friend of the program. Definitely no clue what they look like, but feel like in my lifetime we'll find organisms of some nature. Okay. Okay. Um, Rayon TJ, all those suns, all those galaxies be weirder if they didn't exist. Agree with that. Super awesome geek show, John. Of course they exist. The universe is way too big for us to be on Earth to be the only life in the entire universe. But have there been uh extraterrestrials on earth that's another question Mm, it is uh true green arrow is this a trick question and was more of a sarcastic gif that they posted or is it gif i get it i don't know uh roe says demi lovato might for sure she does for sure she does for sure she does josh anderson the sith care bear um he posted a gif of uh ancient aliens on the history channel the guy with the weird hair oh yeah um very ambiguous to his stance though (laughs) got it uh a couple more here h narthax absolutely do i believe they visited earth is a different story though um cassandra corvid says yes but we'll never cross paths nathan smith there's absolutely no way we're the only ones out there um warrior jupiter obviously they do obviously obviously well hold go on warrior jupiter yes i I'm, go I, feel on. Like, I feel like he might have he or she might have a probe story is warrior jupiter an alien mm-hmm. so i'm scratching my beard um rook and titus rook for sure rook and he posted the drake equation we'll get to the drake equation just a moment yes uh which which is interesting but yes we will Mark Newbold at perfect underscore timing says, as sure as it's possible to be sure of anything. Wow. That's sure. He's in. He's all in. And I said, the only thing I know is that I know nothing. That was Bill my response. Intense. Bill and Ted, excellent adventure. <laughs> anyway, we went back and forth on that. But that those were all of the responses to the poll. Yeah were in favor of alien yeah, life existing. Yeah, so 80, 80, and 13%, they're left-handed. They can't type. That's why. The other... <laughs> I don't know. We just made a connection there. I think we did. Yeah. <clears throat> so I went, and um, 
I went and thought that, okay, there's some subcategories here of those that do think that alien life exists. There are those that think it might be just like life in a single cell, kind of what we think about life on Mars that could have been because we found evidence of possible water. So well, I think they're still looking. They're still looking, but like if they find like a cell, like, yeah. uh, you know, like, okay. Any, any so that that's life, but that's not intelligent life. No, and I think that's what we're talking about here. I think we're talking about being visited. Well, I don't know if that's what we're talking well, about. I think we are. We're talking about because that's I mean, in the true sci-fi fashion, right? Like intelligent I life think, communicating with technology. Well, let me, let's put it a different way. It's okay. more interesting to think about being visited than it is to look out there and be like, it's impossible that we're the only ones in, in the universe, right? So it's more interesting to think like it's impossible that we're the only ones in the universe and they're visiting us, you know? Yeah. And I've seen comments that are to the fact of they're just observing threat levels. You know, hey, when, you know, they're launching another rocket. Oh, it's, it's a Chinese one. It's falling back to earth randomly. Yeah. You know, no threat here. They can't make it out of the, you know, barely make it out of the solar system. Where They can't. I mean, even our, our probes have, have passed out one or two. But, um, yeah, I think it's very interesting. Now, do you want me to, I've got a brief history of kind of the American love affair with UFOs. If you want me to go there. Or are you done with your little... Well, I don't know. Let's just throw this in here because I think it'll just, I think you're going to have topics that go in. Well, I just, I want to say that I love the X Files. X Files are great. I watched the entire show plus the movies. I do. Well, I I know X Files is science fiction. Right. All right. Okay. Go ahead and go ahead and go on. All right. So let's just go to a brief history of UFOs in America. All right. Well, in most of America. All right. So, so flying saucers, right? So the first well-known Uf, uh, UFO sighting occurred in 1947 when a businessman named Kenneth Arnold claimed to see a group of nine high-speed objects near Mount Rainier. So right here in our right own backyard. Right in our backyard. Yeah. Uh, while flying a small plane, Arnold estimated that the speed of the crescent-shaped objects at mm. several thousand miles per hour and had said they moved like saucers skipping on water, which is an interesting term given that the next day in the newspaper, the report that followed was mistakenly stated that the objects were saucer-shaped. So think about that. This is what's interesting, right? Now, had he said (laughs) they were skipping like rocks across water, would we have flying rocks now? So that's what I always found is kind of weird, right? Um, Hence the term flying saucer. So then the Roswell incident happened. The same year that Arnold saw flying objects, a rancher... W.W. Mac Brazel. Okay. That's a freaking badass name right there. Sure is. W.W. Mac Brazel uh, came across a mysterious 200-yard uh, yard long wreckage near an Army airfield in Roswell, mm-hmm. <laughs> New Mexico. Yeah. Local papers reported yeah. it was uh, remains of a flying saucer. Okay, remember the crescent shape skipping across the water described as saucers became then some flying saucers. Uh, the U.S. military issued a statement saying it was just a weather balloon. So there's our weather balloon. Mm-hmm. We always hear that, right? The original, the dog ate my homework excuse. Exactly. Though the newspaper <clears> photograph <throat> uh, suggested otherwise. Uh, the flames of the conspiracy were further fanned in the 1950s when dummies, this is a, this is really funny, mm-hmm. when dummies with latex skin yes. and aluminum bones mm-hmm. that looked eerily like aliens fell from the sky across New, Mex- New Mexico and were hurriedly picked up by military vehicles. Sure. 
To those who believed in earlier Roswell sightings, this seemed like a government cover-up. Right, conspiracy black, theorists black, black unite. SUVs pull up. Black. Well, back then in the fifties, they were like they were like Lincoln Continentals. Yeah, Lincoln's yeah. pulling up. Right. Awesome. Uh, for the Air the Force, suicide doors. Yeah, and awesome. just nothing but black shades. Uh, for the Air Force, these dummy drops were a way to test new ways for di- uh, uh, pilots to survive falls. So mm-hmm. they just doing a test. We're throwing dummies out of a plane. I mean, <laughs> how else are you going to do it? <laughs> you, you can't throw real what's, people. What's your job in the army? You know what? I make latex dummies. <laughs> You know, they can't planes. throw cadavers because that would be too traumatic oh, yeah. if somebody were to actually see that. So I get it. I get it. Right. I get it. Plus, cool. Latex yeah. dummies with, I mean, this is like. And if they uh, were painted green, who cares? It's like Jamie throwing out. Yeah, you can see these guys doing it. Uh, this is like Joe Dirt, like right. the meteor. I just love it. Uh, 50 years later, the military issued a subsequent statement admitting that the Roswell wreckage was part of Project Mogul. Mm hmm a top-secret atomic espionage project. So, I mean, uh, the, the thing with Ros- Roswell is it's top-secret, all right, but it wasn't... Not because of aliens. Not, well, possibly. but At this time. Not entirely because of aliens, sure. right? Yeah. Then there's Project Blue. Have you heard of uh, Blue Book? Have you heard of that yet? Um, I feel like it's been referenced in science fiction. Sure. So, sightings of unidentified aerial phenomena, UAPs, that's the kind of the new unidentified term, right? aerial phenomena. Mm-hmm. And in uh, nineteen phenomena with an F. Phenomena. <laughs> uh, and in nineteen and nineteen forty eight, the U.S. Air Force began an investigation of these reports called Project Sign. Cold War tension was mounting, and the initial opinion of these those involved with this project was that UFOs were most likely sophisticated Soviet aircraft. Mm. Okay, although some researchers suggested that they might be spacecraft from other spacecraft. Probably <laughs> spacecraft from other worlds, the so-called extraterrestrial hypothesis (ETH). Ooh. Mm. Mm. Within a year, Project Sign was success- succeeded by Project Grudge, which seems kind of kind of like a grumpy. Yeah, whatever. We'll keep doing this. Uh, which in 1952 was itself replaced by the longest-lived of the official inquiries into UFOs, and that's Project Blue Book. Okay, you learn something out there, people. Yes, we are sheeple. Um, Headquartered at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in Dayton, Ohio, from 1952 to 1969. So, 17-year-long program. Okay. Project Blue Book compiled reports of, of more than 12,000 sightings or events, each of which was ultimately classified as one, identified with a known astronomical, atmospheric, or artificial human-caused phenomenon, or two, unidentified. The latter category, approximately 6% of the total, included cases of which there was insufficient information to make an identification with a known phenomenon so it's a six percent right it's kind of like a lefties out there um half of the lefties half of the lefties the other half though um then came the robertson panel and the condon report so we're kind of moving through time and going as fast as can an american obsession so this is what it is it's an american obsession that's why it's interesting that you're not part of it a part of it right okay Okay, uh, an American obsession with the UFO phenomenon was underway in the hot summer of 1952. A provocative series of radar and visual sightings occurred near a National Airport in Washington D.C. Although these events were attributed to temperature inversions in the air over the city, not everyone was convinced by this explanation. Meanwhile, the number of UFO reports had climbed to a record high. Everyone's seeing crap in the sky, right? Uh, the lead to the for, uh, this led to the formation of an expert panel called the Robertson panel headed by, you guessed it, HP Robertson. Oh, I was going to say that. You know, uh, 
HP. HP. The panel concluded, one, 90% of the sightings could be easily attributed to astronomical and meteorological phenomena. Uh, example, bright planets and stars, meteors, auroras, ion clouds, or such earthly objects as aircraft balloons, uh, aircraft balloons, birds, and searchlights. Two, there was no obvious security threat, which is probably number one, to be honest mm, with you. That's good. And three, there was no evidence to support the ETH, extraterrestrial, uh, what was it, H? I forgot. Uh, Hypothesis. I don't know. Hypothesis. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Part of the panel's report were kept classified until 1979, and this long period of secrecy helped fuel suspicions of government cover-up. In 1966, another panel was formed to review the 59 UFO sightings collected by Project Blue. 37 scientists. 37. I don't I don't know why not like 38. Sure. They went with 37, contributed to the report. Can you guess what they concluded? Mm, there was 90% easily explainable. Wrong. They concluded UFOs are real and they're here to probe all of us. Dang it. Now they concluded that there was no evidence um, that could, uh, the common, uh, you know, other than commonplace phenomena to warrant further UFO investigation and Project Blue was shut down. Okay. Now that's if you believe that. Others will say they shut it down so it could go covert. Right. Okay. Conspiracy theorists unite. And I love a, a good conspiracy theory. Right. I love a good conspiracy theory. I can talk all day on and JFK. That's what, that's, and I won't read the rest. I just wanted to give you that whole Project Blue book and the beginning and really what it had become, the, the key term, an American obsession with UFOs, like a real obsession. Uh -huh. And there's a few sightings, you know, not a few, a lot of sightings in the Soviet Union. It was all just, uh, they all thought it was espionage aircraft from the United States. In Canada, they're just kind of bleed over from the U.S. They were like, "We don't know, eh?" We they just apologized. Sure, for, sorry, uh, not really. The lack sure. of landing spots uh, in the wooded areas, um, and, and it's too cold. Yeah, too cold. Watch out for the moose, and just let them move on. Uh, we Eric, do have a Sasquatch, though. <laughs> he's real. <laughs> uh, in you know Area Fifty One in the fifty and sixties, fifties uh, and sixties, it was it was a big deal, but mainly for kind of uh, Soviet, you know, the, the Cold War type of stuff. And then let me just kind of do the the possible reasons, uh, explanations for UFO sightings and alien abductions. Now, this seems a bit like a write-off here, okay? Okay. So, because I... I... It, it's just a little bit of a write-off. Okay. In some, Have you seen the movie Fire in the Sky? I, a long time ago, and it was terrible as a kid i just couldn't watch it it's not great right but i feel like those that claim to have been abducted by ufos this is how it went in their minds right but right. really they just got hammered drunk and maybe took some drugs i, I that i mean then this is kind of where they're at here okay so they're saying they're saying <laughs> um ufo reports have varied widely in reliability Okay. okay. Why? As judged by the number of witnesses, whether the witnesses were independent of each other, the observing conditions like fog or haze or types of illumination sure. and the direction of the sighting. Typically, witnesses who take the trouble to, sight a, uh, to report a sighting consider the object to be of extraterrestrial origin or possibly a military clap, but certainly under intelligent control. This inference is usually based on what is perceived as formation, flying by sets of objects, a natural often sudden motions of the lack of sound and changes in brightness of color and strange shapes. The, the unabated eye plays trick that, you know, the unabated eye, the unaided eye plays trick playing tricks is well known. 
A bright light such as a planet like Venus. Sure. Which is the brightest star in the sky. Often appears to move. I mean, it is, but sure. it, it appears like it's moving around in the sky because it sparkles, right? Mm. Astronomical objects can also be disconcerting to drivers as they seem to follow the car. Oh, like that's like when you look at a painting and walk across the room and the eyes follow this you, is, is, right? Yeah. What they call that, uh, a averted gaze or something like sure. that? Sure, creepy know. is what they call it. Um, visual impressions of distance and speed of UFOs are also highly unreliable because they are based on an assumed size and they're often made against a blank sky with no background object like mountains or clouds to set a maximum distance. Reflections from windows and eyeglasses will superimpose views. Complex optical systems such as camera lenses can turn point sources of light into apparently saucer-shaped phenomena. Okay. So basically they're saying there's a lot of explanation for what you see. Yeah. And that's about it. Okay, time out. I just had a deja vu. What? We've done this before? No. Or you were abducted? No. Oh. That you and I have done this before. We've, okay, we've never sat here before. No. In this position with this orientation, but I just had a feeling like we had. Aliens. That's weird. It's aliens. So, okay. So things like deja vu, which by the way, I just really did have. Um, it seems like you were setting yourself up. But it's it's a great segue. Things that we can't easily explain. Okay. Yeah. This falls. I feel like UFOs and alien life, uh, the kind that we're talking about, the, I don't want to say less scientific, but, um, but more creative UFO versions. Okay. That, that just things that we can't easily explain gets chalked up to aliens or, uh, I saw something I wasn't really sure about aliens and the people that the news programs always go ask are the people that have, are the same people that got their, uh, trailer swirled up in a tornado. Sure. You know, so they're putting <laughs> themselves in harm's way, no matter where they go. Yeah. And Whether so it's, a universe it, it's, or a it's the, spinner. it's the Randy Quaid's yeah. of independence day. Those type of people where you're just questioning the legitimacy of their claims because of who they are more than the validity of what they're actually saying. And so, so I feel like a lot of things get chalked up that we don't know about to aliens just because that's an easy explanation. The same way. A lot of people who uh, are faith-based would say that, you know, critics of faith-based thinkers like, oh, well, you can't explain that, so you just chalk it up to God because that's easy thing to do. You know, it doesn't require any thought. You know, you can just chalk it up to that. So, you know, I've heard those, those, uh, those uh, comments, you know, before to me as somebody who's faith-based, which, which can or cannot slant your view on whether or not there's alien life out there, I suppose. But... Honestly, that that doesn't impact, you know, just because I, you know, claim to be Christian doesn't necessarily impact how or why I feel the way I do about aliens. I just never really have given them much thought. Now, science is always catching up to life, mm. right? Would you agree with that statement? Sure. They're always trying to find a, a way or a better way to explain the things that are here. Sure. Whether it be origins, whether it be future, whether it be... You know, we keep developing microscopes that go enlarge smaller and smaller things, which creates more questions. And this is, you know, because we used to think that everything that we could see was the smallest that things could be. Sure. And then we thought, okay, then we saw cells. All right. Well, the cells are now the smallest things that we can see. So that explains a lot of things, but it also asks more questions. It brings about more questions. 
So science is always trying to catch up with new discoveries that end up creating more questions. And science is trying to explain life. And so in a sense, it's never going to catch up all the way because there's always going to be more. You can always go smaller. You can always go bigger. You know, we so what are you saying? You're saying we're we're just discovering another phenomenon we didn't know about. Or, I'm saying that I mean we we've only had uh, aircraft in the sky for 130 years or whatever it is, right? Sure. And one years. of those things is the Hubble telescope. Well, right? I'm talking about just airplanes in general, right? Any sort the of last hundred plus years. Flight. Yeah, we're yeah, up, yeah, yeah. We're up a little higher. We're seeing things that different nobody's ever seen right? in the last millennia. Exactly, and so. Are new we new birds? Are we finding new birds? Are we are we is it is it just easier to chalk up some things that we don't yet know about to aliens because it's just easier and more fun? Okay. Or 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 do you I mean because here's here's something that I think might have a little bit of validity and we can pull up the Drake formula again, the Drake equation. So uh, we, yeah. many of you guys have said that there's so much there's so many galaxies, billions of stars, you know, stars like our sun that have the potential for planetary, you know, orbit. And, and then is, it would be, it would be very on, on one hand, very naive to think that we're the only place out of billions of possibilities, unnumbered possibilities that we're the only place that could have the potential, not only just the potential for life, but actual life. Sure. Right. Because the potential for life is one thing, but to have actual life is another, whether it's single celled all the way to complex, like human beings. All right. Maybe not so complex, <laughs> less complex, some right. more than others. Right. <clears throat> so anyway, so, I, I just, I, so I understand that sentiment, like with all of the innumerable possibilities out there, I mean, sure, there could be another planet that is in a similar position to ours to have the ability to have life. Now, we know just on Earth, there are, there are organisms that can survive in the extreme hottest of, of things like at Yellowstone and the geysers, yep. right? There are things that are surviving in an extreme heat. There are things that, you know, if you pull up an ice core from two miles down, you will find, you know, microbiology life you know and so so things can live in extreme not just in like 70 so me, degree climate let me just pause this okay i think it's a statistical impossibility that there's not other life amongst billions and billions of stars i mean even if you just take our own evolution on earth our own evolution it doesn't require it didn't i don't believe it requires as much odds to get something to change adapt and grow in a hostile environment like you're describing so that's my belief i think what i think the the the, the crook the crux here is we'll never know about right. those planets the real deal is are are some of them smart enough to have gotten here so this is where and by the way the universe is expanding so fast that we'll never be able to reach him you know it's 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 amazing but i think it's statistically impossible for us to be the only life in in this vast universe unless it's fake so Here's where I think the alien argument starts to fall apart. All, mm. What you just said, oh. what you just said, uh, for me, that's where it starts to fall apart. Because 
as you said earlier, it, it seems to be more of an American phenomenon, the, the, the belief in aliens. Well, let me take, uh, let's be careful with At that. Least I'm saying the there was origins. A, the origins with Roswell and all that was definitely, right. even flying saucers, it sounds like, originated in America. Mm -hmm. But that, we know America's influence can, sure. Look, there's plenty of other sure, sure, people. Sure. Let's just sure. get online. Okay. So it would seem highly, I can't remember what the word is, anthropocentric to think that if there is intelligent alien life out there, that they would want anything to do with us? Well, yes. That okay. I agree with. So, on the other hand... Especially if there's billions and billions of, of other places they could be looking, unless it is so exceedingly rare for there to be life that they're, they would have to be incredibly advanced. And, and... Okay, so... Let me go back to where I think this kind of starts to get wobbly. Okay, Earth being the third planet in our solar system, just in this one star, one solar system, if it's any closer to the sun, it's too hot for life as, as we, we know, know it. As we know it, right. Yeah. Right, again, this is all based off of human explanation. If it's a little further away from the sun, it's too cold for life as we know it. Yep. Right. That's not to say, well, again, that things can't survive and live in extremes, but again, there has to be a genesis from all that too. Okay. So, so to think, I, I think, I think we're the miracle. I think that it is so incredibly rare and that all of these and whether, okay, if you, if you want to take an evolutionary standpoint from it, that all of these systems happen to work together so well for life to exist not just cellular but complex and it all just happened to work out that way that we would be such the anomaly that i don't know if that let me counter mathematically you. Let me counter can you. be replicated let me counter you despite let the me billions of possibilities let me counter you okay and, and despite if you believe in creationism i get it you're going to drop you know that's fine you're going to drop someone in into the environment who's accustomed to the environment by the way a little bit alien Whoop. alien what if stop we were the meteor that wiped out the dinosaurs Fine. we're actually let the me, ufo let me finish and we took over let me finish so what you're talking about <laughs> is perfect conditions as we know it now mm -hmm. by the, but if, if if evolution had anything to do with it which i believe then that means evolution created the organisms that could handle the environment that was available to them. Not that all, not that we just dropped in here and we're like, whoa, this is a nice place. That might mean that we're not going to be able to go to other planets and drop in there. What I'm saying is on other planets, the same evolution could happen. Their environment, when an organism hit, when the meteor hit, whatever, gave them a chance at life, life adapted, and then they just grew in and, and whatever kind of weird trees and weird you know, uh, animals developed under those conditions, those gravity. So just be careful with saying this is perfect. It's statistically impossible for this to be perfect if we believe in anything about our adaptation, as far as I'm concerned. Now, this is getting boring. Let's move away from this and let's go. <laughs> let's go to just because we can talk about this forever, because I just believe that, look, it's it's imp the, the question is, are they coming here? And if they are, you already asked it. Why? Why the hell would they pick us? Why the hell would they come and see us? Other than our great movie, excellent hamburgers, cheeseburgers, and uh, terrible uh, uh, music. So the difference is I believe in the technology. Now, by the way, on Livewire, okay, Daily Wire, sorry, 
bombshell UFO re uh, report, U.S. military encounters UFOs every day. So now it's time for story time. So this is campfire. This is me as a kid. I My grandfather was a tail gunner in a B-52 bomber during the Vietnam War. Okay? He told a story. He didn't like to talk about that too much. I didn't hear many stories out of him, but my brother recorded a few. And this is all off the top of my head, and I can confirm with my dad I'm probably going to screw a little bit of this up. He told a story about being in, in the tail. When, If you know a tail gunner on a B-52, it's this big kind of round yeah. little ball that rotates around. Great field of vision. In the back. Great field. Yeah, tail. Good. <laughs> they encountered some an unidentified object. Okay? And it whizzed around their plane as they were going at full speed, back and forth and back and forth. And they reported it in. And one of, I think one of his uh, the crew members took some footage. When they got back to base, they were met on the tarmac by their superior. He brought them into a briefing room, locked them all in, sat them down, confiscated the footage, and said, you won't talk about what you saw up there because they were reporting it back. Hey, we're seeing this. We're seeing this. And of course, my grandpa's account of it was, it's nothing that I'd ever seen. He'd seen every plane in the sky at this point. He's like, and the way it was moving defied physics. It defied gravity. It defied everything. You can take two accounts from this. So again, he never got any more. It's not like they brought him in like, hey, remember that time we brought you in and told you not to talk? Here's the rest of the story. No, he's just out. Talk about it. You're you're done. And they never did until he told me. And I guess, whew, good thing you're not around grandma. Should Sorry, you be telling Sorry, this story? <laughs> <laughs> this is black helicopter. Someone shoots in through the window. So that that to me was a first-hand account from my grandfather. He he didn't call it a UFO. As a matter of fact, he kind of was like, ah, I don't want to talk about that because that would make me a weirdo type of thing, right? I yeah. don't think he was, but he did say, I I can't explain it. So I don't know what that was. Okay. That's that's the story of that's the campfire story that I grew up with, which gave me kind of that first-hand account. And now what we're getting from the military and what we've seen, a lot of you guys, if you haven't watched, go watch the military, the footage from the Navy pilots observing an object. Unexplainable phenomenon. That's going like 13,000 miles an hour in atmosphere. It's, it's like Mach 200 or something stupid like that. It's ridiculous. And it's just moving along. And they're able to track it with the new technology that we have. I think it was 2017 or 19 that this happened. So we have, you know, it's recent technology. They were able to track it. No explanation for it. And then, like you said, the guy in San Diego, they, they, they go out on training runs and this thing plays with them out there. Bing, bing, bing. So for me, it's so I don't know. what. How do you explain this? Well, <laughs> Sheldon goes, do you know the, the uh, lead singer for Blink-182? Okay, now this... <laughs> <laughs> that's how we start the conversation. Okay, that's, well, that's not that's not going to lend a ton of credibility. <laughs> well, he's way into it, Josh. He's way into it. I'm he's not way into it. it. I'm just into the fact that, like, look. So, okay, I have another military story from my uncle, who okay. who uh, worked on submarines, who who uh, was a Navy guy for, on submarines. He said at night when they were bunked in and they didn't have the engines running, so they're just kind of hanging out. They could hear whale farts. Okay. Aliens? They think it was whale farts. Okay, Unexplainable phenomena. Keep it on topic. <laughs> you really are not into this. Uh, it's it's not that I'm not into it. I just... So let's say when they release this, I think it's at the beginning of next month. Um, so so to believe anything that, that has unexplainable phenomena, whether it's 
whether it's alien life, whether it's uh, faith in God, you do need to have faith. There's a faith element to sure. it. Sure. Because there isn't... Well, it's like Bigfoot hunters. There isn't a preponderance of evidence that just makes it easy. Now, be careful. You just compared faith to UFOs. Be careful. No, I'm saying this as a... <laughs> as You know, I, I, I understand. There is an element of faith that you need to have along with whatever ever ever excuse me evidence that that um that you're presented with to help fill in the gaps yes and that's where we're at and i would take that back to our technology or to our, to you saying what we know now is only enough to let us see what well, now right and then move on move on um but here's here's a couple quotes from you these are from military pilots ryan grace former navy pilot lieutenant on how the, often the military encounters UAPs on the East Coast every day, every day for at least a couple years. He's encountered unidentified or un, what is it? Un, uh, uh, geez, whatever, phenomenons, yeah. UFOs. We'll just call them UFOs. Uh, Unexplained. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's UAPs. Uh, gosh. Uh, aerial phenomena. Unexplained aerial phenomena. But anyway, um, so for me, it's a yes. I think they I think they exist. One, if they're popping in and out of time space, wormhole <laughs> edition, they can go anywhere they want, anytime they want, and it doesn't it doesn't become a matter of why us. It just becomes a matter of you're on the list of available life-bearing planets. Now, watch go back, out. <laughs> go back to your Drake equation. Oh, and then the question that should be asked, I, I always get his name wrong. Mich Michio Koku. Um, gosh, I get his name really wrong but I'm going to look it up and try and pronounce it here correctly. The question we have to ask is, do we want to be found? Because uh, Michio Kaku, because he bears, he bears the question of the biggest mistake that the Mayans made, Montezuma, was thinking Cortez was a god. Right. And then Cortez brought gunpowder and one other little thing called smallpox and annihilated an entire civilization, not intentionally, well, a little bit intentionally, it was with some of the way they took their gold and they just gave them everything when they showed up. So the question is, do we want an alien life form showing up here with, with space, space pox? We don't want space pox. No, we don't want space pox. There you go. All right. I don't know what I just called you. What I called you? What did I call you guys? I don't know, space pox. I don't know. Well, my stance is that is, is that it hasn't changed. I just, I, it's not that I don't care. I just don't, it just doesn't impact me. Oh, sure. At all. Until you get probed. Until I get probed. Until you get probed. Which I am 44 now, and I know that's going to happen pretty <laughs> You're soon. You're an alien. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all I'm right. I'm looking forward to that. Well, there, I'm excited to see the report that's coming out. There's a 60, 60, uh, 60 minutes, 60, 60, 60 minutes document, um, documentary. <laughs> I always do that. Documentary. Um, coming up i think it, it's out now and then at the end of the month well and then report. allegedly there's supposed to be a big declassification that's going to happen sure. just like a few years ago when you know there was supposed to be a big declassification for the jfk stuff and it didn't really happen to Some... play both sides of the fence though conspiracy theories yeah you know look jfk you, you had some facts there right some video just enough yeah so i don't know yeah all right, next week, JFK theories.
Yeah, this is, like I said, we're going off the res today. We did. We did. But, I mean, I think tying back into aliens. So, let's pose the question. It'll be up on Twitter. It's probably going to be the way we're going to give something away. If we were to tie this back to the mothership, Star Wars, <laughs> I have two questions for you. One, which alien race from Star Wars would you want to come visit us? And not just because they're cute. Look, Ewoks don't have ships, all right? I'm talking, sorry, Brandon. I'm talking about what could they bring to what could they bring to to benefit humankind? How could they help us advance? And would they be, I don't know, uh, would they be fair? That's a silly word, but have fair. you ever seen Mars Attacks? Yeah, that's no, I haven't. I avoided it purposefully. Okay. And then the second question being, what alien race would you not want to show up here? That's probably an easier question. However, could they make it? If they did, why wouldn't you want them here? Et cetera. There you go. Those are my questions. For the chat, maybe we'll put it in the, uh, we'll post it up on the comments. You guys can answer there. Uh, but give a reason, not just because they're cute. Okay. Shabby's, Shabby's got Twilex. He's in love with them. This is a weird thing, Shabby. Um, Brandon says, damn you. <laughs> they don't have ships, dude. You have no, they don't have uh, ships. They got sticks. The glider ain't getting out of the atmosphere. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Cute. I don't know. I would love to sit and talk because I feel like, I mean, if we could just turn the camera and just start going, I'll I'll start going at you a little bit. I mean, I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, you'll be frustrated because well, I don't. You're, not, you're just. Eh. I, I just. I I don't care enough to have a super strong opinion. Yeah. Maybe that's my strong opinion is that I don't really have a strong opinion. Because it's not going to affect be, your life. It's right? not. And, and it's not going to affect mine either, but it's, it's like Bigfoot, though. It's kind of fun to think about. I have stronger opinions about Bigfoot than I do aliens. Is this going to be a farting story again? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. All right, let's put this one in the can. Unless you got some more notes you want to add. Um, I mean, it's just going to be farts. Uh, we really, you don't have a strong we really opinion. Didn't talk you about wrote it. a lot of notes for, yeah, for was, such a we didn't really low talk about opinion. It. Well, half of it's Drake's formula and what it all Oh, means. we didn't do Drake's, but that's kind of... I mean, I appreciate... Look, I'll throw Drake's formula up here. I'll give you... You want me? To, you got the brief... Give, yeah. give him the brief rundown. So okay. Drake's formula was like, where are they? That was the question that was asked. Um, guy named last name Drake was like, oh, like Drake from like Drake and Josh. That, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are they? Is what he asked, and they meaning, you know, the any alien life. So this is the formula they developed. N stands for the number of civilizations in which humans can communicate. Okay. Okay. So that's what we're trying to so figure N out. N equals. That's what all this other stuff equals. Is yeah. like how many civilizations are out there? Right. And this is course it's all speculative but it's the best anyone's come up with this so is the far. only equation where guesses are okay so our star <laughs> uh represents the mean rate of star formation right okay so that begins when we can put a number in per day mean rate of star formation per day <laughs> that's still a pretty sizable estimation they're just on the universe expansion yes. you want to know what that number is i found out it's pretty big. No, nope, um, it's actually not. It's three, meaning inhabitable stars, stars that can that can inhabit life. It's three. 
Well, this is just mean rate of star formation. Right. Three, I guess, is what they're saying. Okay. I'm sorry. All right. So FP stands for the fraction of stars that have planets. Okay. They're not every star has planets. Right. Uh, some planets are so big they just absorb anything with a gravitational pull that's pretty intense. Uh, NE represents the mean number of planets that could support life per star with planets. That has a number two. Right. We can. Exoplanets is what they call. Okay. No, you want the number? Go ahead. In the Milky Way, 3,400. Okay. <laughs> You're not impressed. Well, that's that's in one galaxy, and there's millions of galaxies. Well, so. that's what they were doing. They're localizing it to something we can Gotcha. Do. And this is an, a mean number, an average number that they've come up with as, as though they've... Okay, anyway. FL stands for the formation of life-supporting planets that develop life. So not just life-supporting planets but life-supporting planets that also develop life. Okay. All right. That number probably shrinks down a little bit. Number These numbers, the rest of the numbers you talk about have no, they're all guesses. They're all, yeah. So FI stands for the fraction of planets where life develops intelligence. Right. Not just, it's beyond cellular, but has instinct, instinctual mm -hmm. knowledge. Um, FC Stands for the fraction of intelligent life that develops communication, right? Pumping out those radio waves, grunts, and and then L stands for the mean length of time that civilizations can communicate. So, so we're talking about civilizations that, in light years, grew up, formed, communicated, and died out, and then their signals are just getting to us. <laughs> Maybe right, right, and they're dead light so, years ago. And we also have like the SETI Foundation which is the uh, search for extraterrestrial intelligence. Right. And that's, you know, we've been sending radio waves out into outer space for a long time now, hoping to, you know, knock on the sky and see if anybody answers. <laughs> Look. <laughs> Shut up, Rick. Rook. Oh, sorry. Didn't know he had a scientist <laughs> in the room. Geek. They're trying to look. I knew we'd blow him away tonight. Don't worry. We'll get to a toy. Something times zero equals zero. Right. That's exactly <laughs> so, right. So, right. So if any of these happens to be zero, then everything's shot. Um, so anyway, that uh, look more into it because we probably are butchering Drake's equation, but that's, that's what the, that's what the variables stand for. Oh yeah. I forgot Drake's equation really blasts our image here. So, yeah. So, the likelihood that there are action figures on other planets high if there's intelligent life then it's high very high to quote k2so k2so it's high very high very high all right i'm not sure how to end this josh oh, i'll show you how to oh, no. end it no no no, no, no. josh we have a toy review no 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 we're, not, we're gonna do that i'm gonna <laughs> say in this this part of the conversation for in god's this, sakes yes in this in this if you want to find out more and you want to join a really cool club you can join you can go to mufon <laughs> sounds awesome okay the mutual ufo network they're looking for more people like you people that want to investigate share stories dig in to the ufos find out is there alien life out there right on their front page i was uh, delighted to find an article that used this image to promote it <laughs> 
Okay. Uh, move on. Move on. Oh, my. I think it's time to move on. <laughs> Look at the people pointing. <laughs> I would, too. Look at the size of that thing. Oh, man. I bet the I bet the Navy can't explain that. It's like a suppository. <laughs> You're not playing along. You're reading comments. I am. It says Goofon is better. <laughs> Goofon. Look at these guys. Look. <laughs> it's a bird. It's a plane. It's, it's a, a phallus. It's a. <laughs> Oh it's God. a Saturday Night Live oh. skit. Oh. Unidentified flying UFPs. All right. <laughs> <laughs> With that, I think this is an appropriate time yeah, to do our on. toy review for the for the evening. Oh, thank, thank you God. for sticking around for as long as you have putting up you with troopers. our conversation here. Appreciate your chipping in to the. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh you guys are killing me uh, uh, uh save us red five save, save us red five yeah, here we go get it. man all right there it is what there we it have is. here is a one six scale hot toy inferno trooper <laughs> Go ahead. I'm making the flame noise. You are, aren't you? You're doing I great. I am. All right. Uh, one six scale, as per usual, this flame trooper comes with the accessories you see here. With, with oh, yeah. <laughs> comes with uh, some hand, extra hands and a whole lot of heat. The backpack may or may not be on upside down. That's oh, okay because yeah. we like to spin it, flip it, and Rub it down. Rub it down. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, this, this trooper is hot. <laughs> so hot. Is that a flamethrower in your pocket? Or are you just happy to see oh, me? Okay. Yeah, no, this is a good one. This is a good one right here. We've got the uh, the incinerator trooper. Nice tanks. Actually, one of my... Uh, I, I like it. I like it. I think it's, uh, I think it's easy to set up unless you get the... Backpack on upside down. No problem. Um, but my, the flame, my bad, Johnny. The flame is going the right direction. It's going up. Hey, hey, uh, Rick says we finally started without a butt shot. It actually was. Oh, like, did it? Did yeah. it come on cue? Nice, nice. That, Nailed hey, it. The odds of that happening are greater than the <laughs> planet supporting life. life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Deal with it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Bunsen burner, yeah. Oh, thank you, Scuba Pete. Appreciate that. It is a good Bunsen burner noise. Uh, Jesse wants to know where he can get this music as a ringtone. Josh, um, just hit us up on the DMs. I'll, I'll get you a link. Okay, uh. maybe I don't know. I'm, Jesse, I was stalling. Hit, hit that, <laughs> hit that music again. Oh, you yeah. son of a gun! <laughs> I'm doing. I'm, I'm double. I'm double dipping here. Here it comes. Yeah, I just want to say one thing when you hit it. Oh. No, it's not. It's trying really hard. Is it How about this about one? It? Nope. I might have screwed it up. Sorry. Just do the note. Do it yourself. I'll do it. A bum, a bum, a bum, a bum, a bum. Trying again. There it is. If you're interested in more Flame Trooper, DM Josh. <laughs> Hit him up in the DMs. <laughs> you want your phone char broiled? I'll make this your ringtone. 
Oh yeah. yeah. This is the sexiest ringtone out there. All right. Well, we're happy to share uh, uh, Red Five Designs toy with you as we pop through the hot toys that are coming in like hot cakes around the Holo Chronicle studio. Mm. I'll tell you that much. I like hot cakes. They are flowing. They're flowing in, and you guys get to see them with us. Hey, Kyle. Uh, we get to put them up there and and uh, just, I don't know. But this one, out. this one's sticking around. This one will reside in the personal collection, in the set, so to speak. We will have... Uh, We'll have this guy around for a while, but I don't know. You know, it was weird. This is a weird combo. You know, I feel like we make uh, we made some people uncomfortable uh, with the Drake equation, uh, a long meandering history of UFOs. Mm, yes, um, yes, yes. And here's the deal: it's only going to get worse. Uh, well, I didn't want to say worse. <laughs> I didn't. That, well, that's the wrong word. I just think that the that the belief and the in the possibility of extraterrestrial life is only going to get greater i agree and look to be honest like anything else is something to talk about and if you're sitting around a campfire it's the greatest thing to talk about you get yeah. to just make up stories that's what campfire stories are for yeah you just get to sit around tell stories about when grandpa's nephew's uncle once saw bigfoot and it made her loud noise pooped his pants those are good stories love that story. Those are the ones you want to hear love that story <laughs> Or when <laughs> I'll stop. I thought I saw uh, Bigfoot once. <gasps> All right, go on. <laughs> no, we're at the end. We could look if you guys want to stay with us. This is this is the part of the show where Andy and I are gonna just just this is let it after loose. hours. This is after hours here. I'll even hit the. Uh, nah, I won't hit the end. But look, if you're listening, hey, after on the rewind, we've talked about everything that we done. planned on talking about. Thank you for joining with us. Thank you. You're welcome to leave. This is the teacher saying you're excused from class sure. now. Extra uh, credit if you stay, though. Extra credit. <laughs> okay. <It's> a, <laughs> well, look. Uh, beep, beep, beep. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Viewers are oh. just diving out. Just, All right. Go ahead. Tell me about here. Bigfoot. Okay. Well, All right. What's your um, big, so you think you saw Bigfoot? Yeah, I did when I was in high school. Well, I live out in the woods, so I'm going to... I don't live in outer space, so okay. maybe if I lived in outer space, I'd, I'd see an alien. Got it. I live in the woods. How many trees are there? Less now. Well, we, we did a little logging in the last like, couple months, but like lots than, of trees. Less than the galaxies in the universe? There's forest surrounding where we live. So um, I was on my way to school in high school. Okay. It was early in the morning. I was not sleepy. I was awake. And uh, I was actually very near to my house. Okay. And I uh, came around a corner. And I feel like we need music for this too. Do we? Does, uh, is that quiet it. music? It's something. You keep going. I'll, I'll, you keep talking. I'll keep looking. <laughs> I want you to listen. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And I came around the corner and something caught my eye. Mm. Okay. okay. Something caught my eye off to the left, across the street, in a thicket of fir trees. And I turned my head to look, and it looked like a tall, hairy creature was walking away from me okay it was actually walking towards where my house was at oh shit i stopped the car hit the reverse looked again couldn't find anything but it it not it wasn't just a standing stationary thing it was a moving so it, it to my eye granted it wasn't in my direct line of sight it was in my peripheral 
They always are. Yeah, that's a, that's how it started. And then when I turned and looked, it looked like something was walking away from me. Now, granted, I was moving, so maybe something stationary can look like it's moving when now, the object you, you're in is moving. So, did you immediately go and look for tracks? No, I didn't because I didn't want to be late for school. But I did back up and look, and I took a minute and waited and then listened. Very quiet in the woods. Were you hitting shrooms that morning before class? I, I don't think so. Don't think I was. So anyway, I, I came home, told my folks. I was like, hey, you know, this sounds weird, but I thought I saw a big Bigfoot-like Chewbacca-looking creature kind of near the house, just around the corner down below our house. Oh, Did okay. Dad take you in a room? I was like, close the door. and like, look, you're never going to talk, talk about this. You can't talk about this. Give me your, give me your cell phone. I know it's a pre-cell phone. I know it's a flip phone. It was brief cell phones. I know. Give me your. This is nineteen. Give me your pager. <laughs> this is nineteen ninety four. Give me your. Pager. Give me your pager. You will not be paging. There anybody. were cell phones in nineteen ninety four. Not in my universe. No. Give me your pager. I didn't even have. Give me your bag phone. Give me your uh, party line. Yeah. Three way call. Yeah. Give me your star six nine. So you feel confident that you saw? Oh, I, a I don't. Personage, I don't know if I feel confident in that. A person. That was Harry. <laughs> um, I don't feel confident, but I do remember thinking like, huh, that was weird. I feel like I just saw a Bigfoot. I couldn't see his feet, yeah. but you know what is traditionally called a Bigfoot. It was like, hmm, I wonder what that really was. Okay. I wonder what the explanation to what I thought I saw was. A bear walking upright? Could be. We have bears around there. Yeah. Could have been Rook. He's dressed up like a gorilla. Before. Never seen him shirtless. All the rest. Yeah. yeah. You don't need to. Nobody so. Needs to. Um, <laughs> he does have beautiful hair, though. He does. Gorgeous. He looks like he looks like Zeus at this point. Yeah. Um, all right. We've covered UFOs, Bigfoot. I got a ghost story. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, ghost. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, see. Now, you believe in ghosts. I believe. Oh. In supernatural activity. You're two out of three right now, bro. I feel like you're just kind of making like that kind of the, the like punk punk I don't rock know. stance. <laughs> aliens on UFOs just seem like a bridge like, too far for like, me. I don't know. It's too mainstream for me, man. It just aliens have always just seemed a little bit too far fetched. Really, but a walking, but a but a hairy dude that lives in the woods that's uh, never been seen by man, <laughs> and then literal ghosts. Well, I'm telling you what I saw looked like a Bigfoot. I'm not saying I saw a Bigfoot. I'm telling you what I saw looked like a Bigfoot. That's why I wonder what I actually saw to make That's what think these that. poor people that are seeing stuff in the sky, they're like, I don't know what I saw, but it looked like an alien. Right. And well, I, I don't and, know what and, and stuck I'm, a probe I, up my butt, I, but it looked like an alien. <laughs> it looked like my uncle. Not my drug dealer. <laughs> it looked like my uncle. <laughs> oh, no. I, I don't know. Okay, tell me your ghost story because I, I'm, my ghost story does I'm not down involve Patrick Swayze. All okay. right, so I got I got one for you. I'm going to set this up because we're off now. We're yeah. we're on our own time. We're, yeah. Thanks for joining the Hall of Chronicles. We already did that. All right. We might actually get more listeners. <laughs> Fine. All right. So check this out. All right. I'm like uh, peep this. Peep this. I'm like 13 or 14 years old. We've just moved in. Or not just, but we'd been living in this house. It's this big house in California that we were renting. My parents were renting. It was right on this river, and it was really close to this other house. And the reason I say that is because was the house habited? The house? No, no, no. We were we we moved in, but this other house is right next to it. So the story goes that two uh, sisters, the aunts of the guy that 
was renting the house to our family, house to our family and a house to another family, that those houses were interconnected via some kind of little pathway. And these were very, very recluse women, according to all accounts. They didn't leave the house. They had the groceries delivered mm. back before grocery delivering was a thing. Like literally sent people out to get them. Is this like the movie Without a Paddle when they came up on those women who had lived in the trees and they were beautiful, I mean, but they had never shaved? I've never seen that movie, but no, it's Don't. nothing like that. <laughs> Don't no, see that I movie. Won't. Seth Green, I do know that. Yes. So we're, I'm in this house. Uh, weird things had happened in this house. Like the, all the cabinetry, which is very old. You know, we're talking early 1930s, 40s type of cabinetry. It's been repainted like white for the rental. Sure. Well, when you nicked it, it was black underneath. Okay. Which was weird. Yeah, black. The paint under the white is black. Paint a black cabinet. Yeah. On purpose. Like kitchen cabinet. Yeah. I'm not talking about like, you know. Yeah. So anyway, that was one weird thing. That was kind of weird. Um, the uh, the main living room had that circle fireplace in the middle that went oh. around. It was gorgeous. Huge oh, bay windows. Love that hearth. Yeah. Of... They faced the this little, uh, it was called the Consumnus River. This little river. I mean, it was a magical place to live as a kid. I literally could go to the end of the deck, climb off it, and run across the rocks, and I'd be at the river. But it got so damn cold in the winter because of those bay windows sure. that we would just put a curtain up at the at the kitchen, which entered that, and just not go in there for three or four months. Well, this is one of those times. The curtain was up. My parents, I was the oldest, so I was babysitting. My parents went off to, they went on like a very rare date for them. And I'm like, I got this. I got this. I got my snot-nosed little brother, Phil, two years younger than me, little bitch. He's fine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Love you, Phil. And then Sam, and he's still pooping in his diapers. Uh, no, Sam wasn't around. I don't know. Sam was somewhere. Maybe that night Sam was. So anyway, I just remember my brother Phil was in this little room playing video games. And I walked into that big cold room. And when I walked back out of it, because I don't know what I was getting. I walked back out of it. Something caught my eye just like that. Ooh, peripheral. I've been there before. Down the end of this hallway, this kind of, as you walk through this long hallway Red went down. Rub. And what I saw was the back of a, a black cape, cloak, whatever, a robe, whatever. Sure. And I went cold. Like, like Vader's cape? But lacy. Like like a like what you'd wear to a funeral, right? Like what a woman would wear, like a full shroud to oh, a funeral. Okay. And it went, whoosh. and it was distinct enough that it wasn't like the tail. It was distinct enough that I thought a person was in my house. Was it on the ground or was it above? It the just ground? so imagine you have a hallway. You know, you got the edge here and the edge here. It just was. It just was like I missed the person, but only saw the back of that. And so I remember that also, the room that was normally warm went super cold. I grabbed my brother Phil and was like, we're holding up. I I did one of the, you know, the when it's dark in the hallway and you like run and hit the light switch to turn it on. <laughs> you, <you're right. laughs> you try you try and get in bed before it gets dark. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't move. And I was like, I was like like I think I think I was 12. So then. That's like sixth grade. I was like, I was tough. I was I was like, I'm a, I'm brave. I'm home babysitting. I'm my mom and dad are gonna finally trust me. And then I saw a damn ghost. Like a little strike. Like I was a little bitch. And then I was like, I remember they came home. No cell phones, right? So mom right. and dad, you can't call mom and dad. There was a home phone, but yeah, they came rotary. Home and I was just like, mom. And of course, mom was all in. She was like, 
you saw a ghost? Yeah, it was one of those. And then it turns out, I didn't tell this part, those ants, all they wore was black. That's it. They were dark, they were dark ass ladies of As like dark in the spiritual arts. Yeah, they were mm. witches. Mm. I don't know. I, guess <laughs> I made that up. Well, they painted their kitchen cabinets black. Yeah. They wore black. I was freaked out. They had that. a big fireplace in the middle of a living room where they sacrificed their minions. They did. Big round one. Man, I wish I had pictures of that. I'd post them up. But we didn't take pictures back then. Cost a lot to get that. Developed. Polaroid. No, developing pictures. Give me a break. Nobody does that. Develop your own. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So there we covered it. We got Bigfoot. We got a Bigfoot story, a UFO story, a whale farting story, and a ghost story. <laughs> I think we've covered it all. Rat farts. At the end of this, no one believes that we are have anything of value Reputable. to add to any no, of these no. topics. No. But if you'd like to know more about what we think <laughs> about unexplainable phenomena, like and subscribe. <laughs> nah, we probably won't do this again. But I'm Why glad not? we did it. It's fun. We could do it for Patreon. I don't know. I had a good time. Like, like I would sit and talk with you without a camera, and I'll we can just go. But we'll we'll let the people go to bed. Thank you so much for joining us. Of course, you can find us at beyondtheblastforce.com. If you want to read some, look at Shannon's. Are you doing that still? I don't know. The articles on on the Show Me Collections. No, I don't have an article on this one, but uh... but you can also find us on YouTube slash Beyond the Blastors <laughs> and uh, on Twitter at Holochronicles. What now? Well, if I just yeah, wanted to exactly. throw out there that if we have not featured your Star Wars collection mm. of any size, small or grand, then uh, hit us up because we would love to do that. We'd love we love seeing what other people have. We love checking out. Um, you know, many of the people in the chat here have been featured on our website and on our Twitter accounts. Uh, so, if anything, we just like to see what other people are into. For example, those pins. I would not probably have seen most of those pins before had it not been for shannon reaching out to us and say hey you know my spouse has a pin collection would you guys feature it sometime or like absolutely so there are as many things to collect in star wars as there are galaxies in the universe right you can go you can go a lot of different directions keeps going back to that cheers uh shabby and i do want to shout out here i'm going to shout this out for rook rook corp uh Listener, good friend, provider of awesome stuff. I think I showed off uh, something he gave me as a gift, which was great. He talks about this crap all the time. Like all we're kind of stepping on his podcast toes. Go check out his podcast with his buddy Titus. It's called the Rook and Titus podcast. I think Titus, T-I-D-A-S, Rook N, the letter N, Titus. Post it up there. Come on, Rook and Titus. Do it for me, Rook, so I can show it. But anyway, go check them out. I mean, look at his damn picture. He's in front of a Bigfoot. You'll have to decide which one's Bigfoot. Yeah. So anyway. Which one? You decide. Yeah. And, and then there's Titus. And then there's Titus. You'll have to decide which one's Titus. Oh, Nick wants to know if uh, he paid for the f uh, $5 curly and brandy comment. Oh, yeah. How are you going to pay, bud? If I paid or he pays? What did he say? Did Andy pay Josh? Oh, no. I didn't know that was from Andy. I didn't know it was either. I thought oh, it was he set you up then. <sighs> Dang it. I guess I'll be five bucks then. There it is. Rook and Titus right there. Like I said. Jesse's going to share. Thanks for joining us after hours after the show. 
Uh, we had fun. This is weird. But aliens, man. Oh, shit. No, that's us. Oh, that's us. <laughs> Maybe we're the aliens, Josh. We are. We're Maybe we're the weird, the best intelligent life. This is the best picture. My shirt's pretty cool. I wish you guys could see it a little better. Well, maybe you can when you sign up for a signed 8x10. Oh, signed 8x10 of this. <laughs> oh, we got to get the we got to get the red 5 guys to put a cool like but <laughs> anything. <laughs> What'd you call it? Uh, Fennec Shandy and, and Boba Fat and uh, and most of fat. <laughs> most of fat. <laughs> All right guys, we'll see you later. Thanks for joining the Hall of Chronicles. Andy, what are we going to do? Hey, Oh, I was going to say, um, with, with trying to predict all of, you know, the likelihood of not just cellular, but intelligent life out there, uh, it, it just brings me back to that life is fleeting and sure. we will never have all of the answers. Sure. So take your toys out of the box Whoa. and play with your damn toys. Damn. Elliot.